We will begin the story in just a moment, but first I have a message for the parents out there. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search. Match with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is your all-in-one matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. When I was looking to hire someone, the process was so slow and I felt very overwhelmed. I wish I had used Indeed because in addition to helping you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash story. Just go to Indeed.com slash story right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash story terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed indeed hello everyone and welcome to the story spectacular summer playlist the perfect mix for summer road trips so buckle up and get ready for two hours of spectacular stories Today's show is titled Lawrence the Lighthouse. If you enjoy the episode, remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we're going to hear a story about a lighthouse named Lawrence. Lawrence lives next to the ocean. He sits on his perch and shines his light to guide the boat safely into the bay. The only problem is, Lawrence is afraid of the ocean. I wonder what sorts of silly shenanigans this lighthouse will get himself into. Let's begin our story now. Lawrence the Lighthouse The bay is a hustling, bustling place with lots of movers and shakers. There are ferry boats, tugboats, giant ships, and tiny sailboats. Everyone loves to have fun in the water. Everyone but Lawrence the Lighthouse, that is. Ugh, no thank you. One morning, a lobster boat trolls up to Lawrence and asks, Why don't you come out and play, Lawrence? The water is fine. But Lawrence retorts, Don't be ridiculous. My job is to stay put on the land and shine my guiding light for the boats. Besides, the ocean is not safe for a lighthouse like me. Aw, come on, Lawrence. There's nothing to worry about. Oh, yeah? What about sharks? Ah, nah. Those overgrown guppies won't hurt ya. 
Well, what about super storms or giant waves? Gee, I just follow the nautical safety protocol and ride it out. Not me. I will not budge. I will never go into the water. Suit yourself, Lawrence, but you're missing out on all the fun. The lobster boat trolls away from the lighthouse to go play with its friends in the bay. That night, everyone gathered around the bay to celebrate with fireworks. Lawrence shied away from the crowd and hid his bright light. Kaboom! The blast startled Lawrence. The ground shook below him and whoop, whoa, whoa! Lawrence slipped and fell into the ocean. The lighthouse bobbed up and down in the water. A group of seals surrounded Lawrence and tossed him up and down, back and forth. Hee hee, hee hee. Stop that at once! Lawrence blinked his bright light and honked his horn at the seals, hoping they would leave him alone. The seals suddenly grew quiet and quickly swam away. That'll teach you! But Lawrence soon realized why the seals had skedaddled. At that very moment, a shark was swimming his way. Lawrence tried to paddle away, but it was no use. The shark grew closer and closer, then popped its head out of the water with a friendly smile and said, Were those pesky seals bothering you? I know a quiet place we can go to get away from the riffraff. The friendly shark led Lawrence to a tiny island away from the noise where they could watch the stars in peace and quiet. But all of a sudden, a dark cloud appeared and they were soon in the middle of a super storm. Thunder boomed and lightning cracked and rain began to pour. Swim away, Lawrence! The ocean swelled and a mega wave lifted Lawrence up into the air. Then, the wave spoke in a booming voice. I've never seen a fish like you before. Are you lost? I'm not a fish, snapped Lawrence. I'm a lighthouse. Leave me alone. Don't be afraid. I can help you. The wave gathered Lawrence up into its crest. Then the shark... Oh, whoop. And then the seals. Lawrence and the bewildered sea creatures all tumbled around inside the curl of the wave. With great speed, the colossal wave rolled into the hustling, bustling bay. All of the boats gathered to see what the commotion was all about. Everyone was shocked to see Lawrence and his new friends surfing on a giant wave. Yahoo! This is fun! The wave gently lifted Lawrence the lighthouse up from the water and placed him back home on his lookout perch. Come back for a visit anytime! The next morning, the sun rose over the bay. The lobster boat trolled its way up to Lawrence the lighthouse and asked, Are you coming out today, Lawrence? I sure am. There's no place more exciting than the ocean. Just then, the big friendly wave rolled up Hi! and gave Lawrence a ride so he could play with his friends in the hustling, bustling bay. 
If you thought that Lawrence the Lighthouse was an extraordinary tale, you may also enjoy reading an extraordinary book. Ordinary books are for reading and looking at pictures, but this is no ordinary book. This is an extraordinary book. Available for Kindle and for paperback at storyspectacular.com slash books. Cool! And speaking of extraordinary things, Tildy is back to tell us three extraordinary fun facts. Tildy is a tortoise. She's one of the oldest living creatures on the planet. Tildy has traveled all around the world and has seen many, many things. She's joining us here today to share some fun facts. Isn't that right, Tildy? That is correct, Angie. I've been all around and seen just about everything there is to see. Today I have three fun facts about lighthouses. Fact 1. Lighthouses are kind of like giant signs for ships. They signal with bright lights and loud horns to help guide boats along the coast at night or during foggy weather. Gosh, lighthouses sure sound important. Fact 2. Lighthouses have been around a long, long time. The Lighthouse of Alexandria was the first known lighthouse. It was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Wow, that means lighthouses have been around longer than you, Tildy. Why, Angie, I'm only 200 years old, not 2,000. Fact 3. People who operate lighthouses are called keepers. Before electricity, the keepers used to live in the lighthouses and burn wood or coal to keep the lamps aglow. Golly, it sounds like lighthouse keepers have really late bedtimes. They do indeed, Angie. If I ever become the first turtle lighthouse keeper, I'll be sure to come back and let you know. Sounds good to me, Tildy. Come back again soon to share more fun facts with us. Goodbye, young ones. We had an enlightening show today. We heard about Lawrence the Lighthouse, who overcame his fear of the ocean. We also checked in with Tildy the Tortoise, who brought us some fun facts about lighthouses. I think lighthouses are just brilliant. Story Spectacular! Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to purchase original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. Did you enjoy today's episode? Don't forget to subscribe to Story Spectacular on iTunes. This helps our podcast climb the charts so that others can discover spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening. Come back soon. Today's show is titled Quill's Postcards Lava Park Adventure. If you enjoy this episode, remember to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Who wants a story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's
Welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. Today is a very special show. We just received some brand new postcards from Quill, our alien pen pal who lives on the planet Quark. Today's postcards are all about Quill's birthday celebration at a lava park. Let's hear what our alien friend has to say. Hello again, Earth Kids. Quill here. It was my birthday on Saturn Day, and guess where I went? To a lava park! I invited my two best friends, Beulah and Nova. Hooray! Let's go! First, we went on the bumper ships. Nova collided with Beulah and made a sonic boom! After that, we went on the swinging asteroid ride. The asteroids start out flying in a slow circle. Then they speed up and start going berserk. It was a really fun ride, but it gave me the dizzies. Next, all three of us piled onto a raft and we raced down the black hole slide. We started at the top and then slid down a tube in the pitch black darkness. Then, near the bottom, I could see a bright light at the end of the tunnel. We flew out of the black hole chute like a shooting star and landed on a Milky Way cloud. All of these rides were making me hungry. So we met my parents over by the magma pool and had some moon cake. They all sang happy space birthday to me. Happy, happy space birthday. Mom said we had to wait 45 minutes after eating before we were allowed to go swimming in the magma pool. So we took a little break and had some rest and then hopped into the pool. Beulah made some big waves. And Nova made some sonic splashes. Then we had a space race. We all swam from one end of the magma pool to the other. I asked mom who won the race. She laughed and said, It was a tide. For the last ride of the day, Beulah and Nova really wanted to ride down the Valiant Volcano Lava Slide. It's the tallest ride in the whole park. You have to climb all the way up to the top of a towering volcano. I'm very afraid of heights, so the idea of going down this ride was pretty scary. I gathered up my courage and Beulah, Nova, and I climbed to the top of the volcano. Then, one by one, my friends went down the slide. I was really sweating. I mean, it's a lava slide. If I really wanted to, I could have just turned around and walked back down. But then I thought, it's my birthday. Maybe now that I'm a year older, things won't be so scary. So I hopped on the fireproof inner tube and rode down the lava slide. Wahoo! 
my parents and friends were very shocked to see me go down the slide. Holy space cow! Oh, Needless to say, I made a big splash. We all had so much fun at the park. It was out of this world! That's all for now, Earth Kids. More postcards coming soon. Until then, here's some more funky space music for you to listen to. Hope you have a blast. I'm so glad you overcame your fear of heights and took a ride down the lava slide. Also, thanks again for sharing some more funky space jams with us. If you would like to see some of Quill's postcards at the lava park, go to storyspectacular.com and click on Quill's postcards. While you're there, you can also find out how to send in a postcard of your own. They are out of this world. I just love getting letters, don't you? Well, today is our lucky day because we have another letter to read. It's time for Animail, where we read listener mail from our animal friends. Today's Animail comes from our listener, Stephen the Seagull. He writes... Dear Angie and friends, my name is Stephen the Seagull. I have traveled all around the world and I have seen every ocean. I just finished listening to the episode about Lawrence the Lighthouse. I love visiting lighthouses. They are the perfect place to stop and rest. I like to sit on the tip top of the towering lighthouse and look at the spectacular views. One time, I even got to visit Lawrence. I flew into the bay where he lives and landed on top of his head. He asked, Who are you? Why, I'm Stephen the Seagull, I replied. He said, Well, if you're a seagull, why aren't you in the sea? Right now you're in the bay, so maybe I should call you a bagel. Lawrence and I both laughed at the funny joke. He is now one of my favorite lighthouses to visit. Maybe I will fly to a beach near you someday. But for now, thanks for the show, and I can't wait to hear more episodes of Story Spectacular. Signed, Stephen the Seagull. Thanks for the silly story, Stephen. I'm really glad you got to meet Lawrence the Lighthouse. Looking forward to reading more animal from our animal listeners soon. We sure hit the jackpot with all of our wonderful mail today. We heard from Quill, our space alien friend from the planet Quark. We learned about his awesome adventure at the lava park. Happy birthday, Quill! We also read some animal from our animal listener, Stephen the Seagull. I love getting mail, and I can't wait to read more. Story Spectacular Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. 
To purchase original children's books and to watch spectacular videos, go to storyspectacular.com. While you're there, check out Quill's postcards. You can send a message too. Follow Story Spectacular on Twitter and Instagram at Storytacular. You can even leave some comments on our Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. This helps get the word out so that others can discover spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening. Happy, happy space birthday. Story spectacular. Today's show is titled Dive In. If you enjoy this episode, remember to subscribe to Story Spectacular on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we're going to dive into the ocean and visit the Undersea Festival. We will also meet a shy lobster named Scamp. I wonder if Scamp will come out of his shell and join in on the fun. Let's dive into the ocean now. Dive in. It's summertime on the ocean floor. Time for all the local sea creatures to unwind at the Undersea Festival. Let's dive in. A friendly flounder and a surf clam are very happy to meet up at the festival. Hi, Gil. Nice day for the festival. Indeed. Cold and clammy. Scamp is a shy little lobster who isn't quite sure if he wants to join in on the fun. A cool crab named Jonah strolls up to Scamp and says, Hey, Scamp. Hi, Jonah Crab. You going to the Undersea Festival? Gee, I don't know. I heard it could be kind of a big and roughy crowd. Come on, Scamp. You really need to come out of your shell. Well, I guess I'll think about it. All right. Catch you later. We'll check back in with Scamp in a little while to see what he decides. And now, let's get back to the festival. It's a great place for delicious seafood. Tina the tuna swims up to Mr. Octopus's food cart to order a delicious snack. What'll it be, ma'am? I'll have a peanut butter and jellyfish sandwich, and for dessert, a crab cake. That'll be three sand dollars, please. Ooh, it looks like our friend Scamp may be changing his mind about going to the Undersea Festival after all. You see, Scamp has had a little lobster crush on a sweet scallop named Susie. And she is sashaying her way over to Scamp right now. Hey, Scamp. 
Gee, uh, hi, Susie Scallop. My friends and I are heading to the festival. Are you going to go? Oh, uh, yeah. I was thinking about coasting over there later. That's great. You should come over and join in on all the festival fun. The Undersea Festival has loads of carnival games. Like pin the tail on the dolphin. <laughs> that tickles. And a sea turtle dunk tank. Swim right up and give it your best shot. Bet you can't dunk me. Oh, yeah? The festival also has radical rides, like a seahorse merry-go-round. Giddy up, seahorsey! A swinging pirate ship. This boat is fantastic! And of course, a water slide! You made quite a splash! And look, here comes our friend Scamp the Lobster now. Hey, Susie Scallop. Scamp, you made it. This undersea festival is really cool. It sure is. Do you want to go dance? Oh, yeah. Let's swim over to the dance floor. The undersea festival even has live music and a whole lot of dancing. Papa was a floating stone. I've been buoyant since the day I was born. Woohoo! Rock on! I am clamp digging this song. Just as our friends Scamp and Susie arrive, a big, bad, blue lobster sidles up to Scamp and taps him on the shoulder. I challenge you to a claw wrestling match. Whoa, you've got some big bustles. What are you, some kind of a shrimp? No, but you're a real bad bully. And just then, a giant fishing net drops down from up above and falls directly on top of the mean blue lobster bully. Oh dear. It looks like he'll be tied down for a while. Haha, <laughs> come on Scamp, let's go dance. The sea creatures love to dance the night away. Go on, shake your tail, Rudder. Look at me, I'm dancing with a starfish. Scamp and Susie make their way out into the dance floor. Hey, look, it's Scamp. He's dancing with Susie Scallop. That is one cool crustacean. Way to go, Scamp. The lobster and scallop make quite a dancing duo. They clack and snap and do all the cool aquatic dance moves. This is really fun, Scamp. I'm so happy to be here at the festival with you. Me too, Susie. This has been quite the underwater adventure. Yes, folks, the ocean seems a lot less blue when you dive in and see what life has to offer. I just love diving into the ocean. 
If you like using your imagination to explore new places, I'm sure you will enjoy reading What Do You See? Look all around and what do you see? Lines and patterns connect us to everything. This book is available for Kindle and in paperback at storyspectacular.com slash books. Yahoo! I'm so glad that Scamp the Lobster came out of his shell. It makes me want to learn even more about lobsters. Lucky for us, Tildy is back to tell us some fun facts. Tildy is a tortoise. She's one of the oldest living creatures on the planet. She's traveled all around the world and has seen many, many things. She's joining us here today to share three fun facts. Isn't that right, Tildy? That is correct, Angie. I've been all around and seen just about everything there is to see. Today I have some fun facts about lobsters. Fact 1. Lobsters can live a long, long time. The oldest lobster ever known was estimated to be 140 years old. Wow, that lobster must have seen a lot of undersea festivals over the years. Woohoo! Lobster rock on! Fact 2. Lobsters can grow pretty large. The record weight for the biggest lobster is 44 pounds. Wow, that's shell-shocking. But how do lobsters grow anyways? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Angie. In order to grow bigger, lobsters shed their shells and grow another larger shell. This process is called molting. Gosh, lobsters are really neato. They are indeed, Angie. If I ever become the first tortoise to molt my shell like a lobster, I'll be sure to come back and let you know. Sounds good to me, Tildy. Come back again soon to share even more fun facts. Goodbye, young ones. Holy mackerel! Today's show was an underwater spectacular. We took a dive down to the undersea festival where we met Scamp the Lobster. I'm so glad that Scamp went to the festival to join in on the fun. He really came out of his shell. We also heard from Tildy the Tortoise who brought us some fun facts about lobsters. I hope to dive into the ocean again soon. Story Spectacular! Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to purchase original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. Do you enjoy listening to spectacular stories? Then support the show by telling a friend and share on social media. Way to go! You can also leave us a rating and review on your podcast app. This helps get the word out so that others can discover spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening! Woohoo! Lobster rock on! Today's show is titled Adventures of the Baby Foodie, The Great Corn Crusader. If you enjoy the episode, remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Uh, uh, uh.
welcome to Story Spectacular. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we're going to hear about the Baby Foodie, a culinary hero who travels the globe in search of a tasty adventure. Today, the Baby Foodie will visit a corn farm to help solve a pesty problem. I sure hope the Baby Foodie can help save the farm. Let's begin our story now. Adventures of the Baby Foodie, the Great Corn Crusader. The Baby Foodie is a tiny tot who wears a cape to fly, then spins the cape around his neck to use as a handy bib for enjoying tasty meals. Along with his faithful companion, Hot Sauce, the Baby Foodie travels the globe food fighting for justice. Tasty Ventures Ahoy! Today, the baby foodie and hot sauce journey to the American South to visit a corn farm. Here, they meet a kind old ear of corn named Pop, who is in desperate need of their help. Hello, Popcorn. I'm the baby foodie, and I heard your corn farm is in trouble. Yes, indeed, baby foodie. Thank goodness you're here. Popcorn then tells the baby foodie all about how he's been growing corn on the farm for decades. After the corn kernels are harvested, they are sent over to the old mill, where they are stone ground and turned into delicious grits for families all over to enjoy. But the corn farm is in trouble because of a weevil infestation. Weevils are little bugs that eat the kernels of corn before Pop has a chance to pick them. Hmm, those evil weevils sound like a real nuisance, but have no fear, Popcorn. My trusty sidekick, Hot Sauce, and I may have a solution. Ooh. I'm all ears. Well, you see, Popcorn, weevils can't stand the taste of hot sauce. So, we will simply water the corn and add a few drops of hot sauce in with the spray. Then, we're gonna hose those weevils down. Well, hot corn dog, that sounds like a great idea. Let's go for it. Hey, baby corn, would you mind fetching us a hose, please? Sure thing, Pop! The baby foodie adds a few drops of hot sauce's super spicy pepper juice into the water. He then grabs the hose, and with the help of his magical cape, the baby foodie leaps into the air, flying around the entire farm. He sprays the hose, watering the corn while chasing away those obnoxious insects. Time to move along, you evil weevils! Ew! Yeah, me too. This is very distasteful. Let's blow this vegetable stand. Yeah, let's get out of here. I heard there's a peanut farm the next town over. The evil weevils packed up and hightailed it out of the corn farm. The spicy hot sauce was the perfect ingredient to solve the pesky pest problem. Ooh. You save the day, baby foodie. How can we ever repay you? How about a nice bowl of grits, popcorn? Ah, oh, shucks. One bowl of grits coming right up. 
The baby foodie turns the cape around his neck to use as a handy bib. He sits down at the dinner table with his trusty sidekick hot sauce and his new corny friends to dine on a delicious bowl of grits. Yummy! That sure was a tasty adventure. I can't wait to see where the baby foodie travels to next. To see illustrations from today's adventure and from other spectacular episodes, check out our Facebook page. You can also follow Story Spectacular on Twitter and Instagram at Storytacular. Tell us where you think the baby foodie should travel to next. Tasty Ventures Ahoy! Now it's time to hear some brand new corny jokes with Digger the Dog. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Hey everybody. Digger is joining us this week to tell us some jokes about corn. Take it away, Digger. Sure. What is a farmer's favorite sweet treat? What is a farmer's favorite treat? Candy corn, of course. What do you get when you cross a magical horse with a vegetable? What do you get? A unicorn! How much do pirates charge for corn on the cob? How much? A buccaneer! Ark, me like corn! Well, hot corn dog, those were some silly jokes about corn, Digger. Come back again and tell us some more jokes soon. Sounds good. Goodbye for now. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. That was one scrumptious show. Yummy! We went on a tasty adventure with the baby foodie and then heard some real corny jokes from our friend Digger the dog. I don't know about you, but this episode is making me hungry. Story Spectacular. Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to purchase original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. Would you like a free ebook of Digger's Daily Routine? Go to storyspectacular.com and enter your email at the bottom of the homepage. I will send you your free ebook and you will also get access to other premium content like printable activity pages. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. This helps our show climb the charts so that others can discover spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. Have a tasty day. Today's show is titled The Mischievous Fairy Island. If you enjoy this episode, remember to subscribe to Story Spectacular on Apple Podcasts. Who wants a story?
welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we're going on an adventure with a silly dog named Bo to the mischievous fairy island. Do you think we will see some fairies? I hope so. Let's begin our story now. The Mischievous Fairy Island It all began with a long car ride. I drove hour after hour with Bo at my side. I had a camera, a spyglass, and a trail guide. Tonight was the night we would prove fairies are alive. Creeping over the bridge, the island in sight, I glanced at Bo. His tail wagged with delight. We passed through the gate and took a sharp right. It was near dusk, the time that fairies take flight. Hopping out of the car, my spyglass in hand, I took a deep breath, then Bo and I began. Right away, we could see shining mica in the sand. This is the way many fairies like to mark their land. Through the woods and down the path, feeling wary, we came upon the home of the Rocky Beach Fairies. If you quickly grab a seashell and turn it on its side, you may just find a fairy trying to hide. Back to the trail, we found an open meadow where the sneaky fairies play hide and seek in the shadow. They are easy to spot. You can see their light flicker. Bo tried to catch one, but the fairy was quicker. Further down, a rock wall juts out into the water. This is where the ocean fairies can find shelter. The ocean fairies fly from the east and from the west. They nestle in the cracks for some much needed rest. The trail is also home to the harvest flower fairies who spend their time gathering blossoms and berries. Some are able to carry great amounts with ease. Others have trouble when the flowers make them sneeze. The carpenter fairies live just around the bend. They are the hardest working of all the fairies with many homes to build and mend. You too can build a fairy house if you have a hand to lend. As we crossed the footbridge, Bo began to fuss. We both knew there were fairies among us. No ordinary fairies, very different you see. They were the mischievous fairies, as tricky as can be. 
step after shaky step, I heard the branches crack and creak. I felt an acorn strike my head, and I let out a shriek. Yikes! There were giggles and chuckles, snickering and laughter. A fairy swooped in and batted Bo with a clobber. It took off flying, and Bo chased after. No, Bo, no, I hollered, but it was no use. Bo was a mad dog, a mad dog on the loose. I chased them until they were out of my view. The fairy and Bo had disappeared. I didn't know what to do. Then suddenly, a noise came from further down the trail. It was Bo letting out a victorious wail. I ran up to him, and guess what I saw? Bo had the fairy trapped under his paw. The fairy shook and thrashed, but to no avail. I smiled at Bo as he wagged his tail. Finally, proof, a fairy we had trapped. I took out my camera and gave it a snap. We let the fairy go, then reached the trail's end, climbed into the car, and drove around the bend. I stopped at the bridge to examine my photo, but before my eyes, the fairy vanished. Oh, no. I sighed and placed my camera back into the pack. As I drove on, I took a glance back. Imagine that, Bo, I said with a smile. A whole fairy world on a tiny little aisle. Wow, I had so much fun visiting the mischievous fairy island. If you like today's fairy expedition, then go to storyspectacular.com slash bloggy to learn more about the real island that inspired today's tale. You will find photos and links on how to build your own fairy house. Exploring new places and meeting new friends is so fun. Let's meet another new friend. It's time for Animail, where we read listener mail from our animal friends. Animail! Today's Animail comes from our listener, Chaz the Chipmunk. Chaz writes, Dear Angie and friends, I live in a magical part of the forest. In fact, I live in the same forest grove where the teddy bears come to have their picnic. You see, normally when I hear the march of the teddy bears coming towards my home, I run and hide. Teddy bears are very loud and they get into a lot of shenanigans. But after I heard the story about what really goes on at the teddy bear picnic, I decided not to be afraid and hide. Instead, I joined in the picnic festivities. One big and friendly teddy bear even let me borrow a pair of teddy bear ears and then gave me some acorn candy. It was the best picnic ever. I can't wait to visit with the teddy bears again, and I also can't wait to hear more episodes of Story Spectacular. Signed, Chaz the Chipmunk.
Thank you for the listener mail, Chaz. I'm glad you were able to have fun with the teddies. Looking forward to reading more animal from our animal listeners soon. What a magical show we had today. Along with a silly dog named Bo, we explored the mischievous fairy island. We were able to see all kinds of fairies. It was really enchanting. Then we heard about a magical forest where Chaz the Chipmunk lives. I love exploring the outdoors, don't you? Starry Spectacular Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to purchase original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. If you enjoyed the episode, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. While you're there, you can leave a rating and review. This helps our show climb the charts so that others can discover spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening. Today's show is titled Happy Birthday, Maple. If you enjoy the episode, remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. Today we're going to hear about a birthday party for a little tree named Maple. I wonder what sorts of things they do at a birthday party for trees. Let's begin our tremendous story now. Happy birthday, Maple! You are cordially invited to a tree party. Maple is turning six. Many other special woodland guests will be attending the party too. Maple invited the whole family tree. The guests will arrive from all over to celebrate with Maple in her neck of the woods. But first, Maple needs to spruce the place up. She sweeps the forest floor with a branch. Then her friend Ivy comes over and decorates the grove with a beautiful leafy garland. The other surrounding trees blow really hard into their branches to puff open big colorful flowers. Let the tree party begin! The visitors arrive one by one and bring Maple birthday gifts. She is given some syrup from her squirrel friend. Thanks, I'm a sap for syrup. (laughs) She also receives a handmade tree scarf from her neighbor, Mrs. Moss. Mrs. Moss carefully sewed every stitch with a pine needle and thread. 
The next gift comes from Maple's parents. They carefully bring out a magical tree ring and they place it on the top of Maple's leafy crown. This ring marks another birthday for beautiful little Maple. She's growing up so fast. Thanks for the lovely gifts. Now that Maple is finished opening up all of her presents, it's time for black forest cake and tree nut brittle. These treats are tremendous. After all the guests finish eating their delicious treats, Maple's family trees gather around her. They stretch out their branches long to form a circle. Then the trees sing Maple a special song for her birthday. Now it's time for the party to really get shaking. Let's dance. All of the trees like to shake their trunks. The tall trees like to sway back and forth to the music. Some like to really shake their leaves and branches. Careful, don't lose your acorns. Maple does a wobble and a jiggle and lets loose a bunch of her seeds into the air. They twirl away like dancing confetti. What a wonderful party! Happy birthday, Maple! If you want to read the spectacular story behind the stories, then check out the Story Spectacular blog. There are links to even more fun facts and activities. Just go to StorySpectacular.com and click on Bloggy. That turned out to be one fun tree jamboree. I didn't want to leave. <laughs> now we are going to hear from another creature and visit another new place. It's time for Animail, where we read listener mail from our animal friends. Today's Animail comes from our listener, Pearl. She's an oyster from New England. Pearl writes, Dear Angie and friends, My name is Pearl and I am an oyster. Even though I don't have any hands, I just had to write you a letter. So I asked my crab friend to help me type it. Anyway, I really love listening to the show down here on the ocean floor. I just heard the episode, Old Miss Angie Had a Farm. Miss Angie sure had some unique animals on her farm. Guess what? I live on a farm too, an oyster farm. 
Instead of a barn, I live in a shallow pool of seawater called an oyster bed. It sure is a comfy waterbed. Maybe you all can come for a visit to my farm someday. Until then, just remember, the world is your oyster. Thanks for the show. I can't wait to hear more episodes of Story Spectacular. Sincerely, Pearl the Oyster. Thanks for the animal, Pearl. Looking forward to reading more animal from our animal listeners soon. We had a marvelous show today. We visited a forest grove and celebrated Little Maple's birthday party. We also read animal from Pearl and learned about her oyster farm. The world is filled with so many amazing places and friends. Story spectacular. Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To purchase original children's books and to watch spectacular videos, go to storyspectacular.com. Stay up to date with all things spectacular. Follow Story Spectacular on Twitter and Instagram at Storytacular. We also have a Facebook page where you can see illustrations from the show. Do you think the podcast is spectacular? Then leave us a rating and review on iTunes. This helps our show climb the charts so that others can discover spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening. And thank you for coming to my birthday. Story Spectacular. Today's episode is titled, What Will I Be? If you enjoy the story, remember to subscribe to Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we're going to hear a story about a little bumblebee. I wonder what sorts of spectacular things the bee could be when it grows up. Let's begin our story now. What will I be? I'm a little bumblebee. I don't even have my wings yet. But someday I will grow up, I will have my wings, and I will fly outside of the beehive. I wonder what sort of bee I will be. I could be a dancer bee. My little bee dances will tell the others where to find the best flowers.
I could be a flower bee who flutters from blossom to blossom, collecting pollen to bring to the honey makers. Or maybe I'll become a honeybee. I would work very hard with the other honeybees to turn the pollen into delicious sweet honey. Buzz, buzz. Perhaps I'll be a buzzing bee who guards the hive. Nosy little bears better not come too close, or I may have to tell them to buzz off. Buzz, buzz. What if I become a drone bee? Buzz, 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 buzz. I would race against the other drone bees to prove to the queen that I'm the mightiest bee of all. Maybe I could even become the Royal Highness herself, the queen of all the bees. Buzz, buzz. Who knows, I might even marry a fly. Buzz, buzz. someday when I grow up. But for now, I'm just happy to be a little bumblebee. Buzz, buzz. What a swell story about a little bumblebee. What would you like to be when you grow up? Perhaps you will be a beekeeper. Tell us all about it by sending a note on Twitter and Instagram at Storytacular. You can also post comments on today's episode at the Story Spectacular Facebook page. And stay tuned to the end of the episode to find out how you can get a printable activity page from today's show. Buzz, 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 buzz. Now, let's welcome back to the show our jokester friend, Digger the Dog. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes! Hi, Digger! Hey, everybody! 
I have a whole bunch of jokes about bees today. So let's get buzzing. What is another name for a hornet? I don't know. What is another name for a hornet? A wannabe. <laughs> what kind of haircut did the bee ask for from the barber? What kind of haircut did the bee want? A buzz cut. What do bees like to chew? What do they like to chew? Bumblegum. What did the mama bee say to the naughty baby bee? Uh-oh, what did the mama bee say to the baby bee? Beehive yourself. <laughs> what is a bee's favorite kind of music? What is a bee's favorite music? Bebop! Why did the bee get married? Ah, why did the bee get married? Because the bee found its honey. Ah, that's so sweet. Those were some very buzzworthy bee jokes, Digger. Come back again to share even more jokes with us soon. Goodbye for now. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Today's show was all abuzz with bees. Buzz, 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 buzz. We heard about a little bumblebee and imagined all of the things the bee could be. We also sang a sweet bee song about a bug wedding. And to top it all off, we heard some stinging jokes about bees from Digger the Dog. I love talking about bees, and I hope to learn even more. Starry Spectacular Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To purchase original children's books and watch spectacular videos, go to StorySpectacular.com. Would you like a free ebook of Digger's Daily Routine? Go to StorySpectacular.com and enter your email at the bottom of the homepage. I will send you your free ebook and you will also get access to other premium content like a printable activity page from today's show. And as always, if you would like to support the show, then please subscribe to Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Tell friends and share on social media. Help us get the word out so that others can discover spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. Today's show is titled The Amazon Jamazon. If you enjoyed this episode, then subscribe to Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Who wants a story?
Welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. Today is a very special show. We are going on an adventure to the jungle with our friends Birdie and Digger the Dog. We will hop aboard a raft and ride down the Amazon River. What sorts of things do you think we'll see in the Amazon? Ow, ow! Let's begin our amazing jungle adventure now. The Amazon Jamazon. Hi, Birdie. Hello, Digger. Hey, everybody. Are you ready for an exciting adventure? I sure am. Great. Let's all hop into this spectacular travel machine and go to the Amazon rainforest. We are now in the jungle. This is wild. Come on, let's hop aboard this raft and we can float down the river. Who knows what we may encounter in the amazing Amazon jungle. Whoa, there are creepy crawly bugs everywhere. Like big furry caterpillars and even giant speckled beetles. Uh, I'm kind of scared of these bugs. Don't worry, Digger. Most insects just want to be left alone and won't even bug you. Besides, if one does get too close, Birdie will take care of it. I see so many bright and colorful flowers and plants. I love smelling flowers. There are even flowers floating in the river. Look at that big, beautiful water lily. I see some funky red fungus, too. Check it out. Birdie made some friends. She's talking to the beautiful macaw parrot. Macaw, nice to meet you, Birdie. And look, now she's hitching a ride down the river on the back of a friendly Cuscarova swan. I see another friend, too. A tiny polka-dotted frog is hopping towards me. Maybe I should pet it. Be careful, Digger. You can look, but don't touch. It's a poison dart frog. Lots of animals and plants are naturally poisonous so that other animals won't eat them. Whoa, that's pretty cool. No one better mess with that little frog. Hey, look up towards the sky. A mammoth moth is flying high above us. It looks like a beautiful kite. Shh. I think I hear something snoring. You're right, Digger. Look up in the tree. It's a giant sloth taking a nap. Gee, I'm getting kind of hungry. Let's have a jungle snack. There are delicious mangoes and bananas hanging off of the trees. Could you pick some for us, Birdie? Mmm, mmm. Thank you, Birdie. 
I know someone else who wants a bite, too. Whoa, there's little fish with teeth everywhere. Piranha fish love to go chomp, chomp. Do you hear that funky sound? It kind of sounds like the animals are making music. Yeah, I think I hear an iguana making a click, click. And it sounds like a funky toucan is drumming with its big, colorful beak. Ow, ow! Now I hear a howler monkey howling to the beat. Ow, ow! Say, I think we should sing a song all about our amazing time in the Amazon. Let's do it! say goodbye to all of our new friends. Goodbye, everybody. Hope to see you again soon. Ow, ow! <laughs> Let's hop back in the spectacular travel machine and head home. Hooray! We made it back home! The Amazon rainforest was such an exciting place. I love jamming along with the other animals, didn't you? If you'd like a free download of the song featured in today's story, then stay tuned to the end of the episode and find out how. Ow, ow! We saw so many incredible animals and plants. I want to learn even more about the rainforest. Yeah, me too. Well, luckily, our friend Tildy the Tortoise is back to share some fun facts about the Amazon. 
Tildy is a tortoise. She is one of the oldest living creatures on the planet. She's traveled all around the world and has seen many, many things. She's joining us here today to share some fun facts. Isn't that right, Tildy? That is correct, Angie. I've been all around and seen just about everything there is to see. Today I have three facts about the Amazon. Fact one. There's a reason they call it a rainforest. The Amazon receives over nine feet of rainfall every year. Wow, that's enough to fill up a swimming pool. Fact two, the Amazon River flows through most of the Amazon rainforest. It is one of the longest rivers in the whole world. It's home to over 3,000 different kinds of fish. Like piranha, chomp, chomp. Fact three, the Amazon jungle is also home to some very powerful predators, including jaguars, harpy eagles, and anaconda snakes. They each have unique skills that make them fierce hunters, and they are keystone species to the rainforest. Wow, they sound like very impressive and very important animals. They are indeed, Angie. If I ever square off with an anaconda and live to tell the tale, I'll be sure to come back and let you know. Sounds good to me, Tildy. Come back again, Sue, to share even more fun facts. Goodbye, young ones. What an amazing show about the Amazon. We traveled to the jungle with Birdie and Digger and rode a raft down the Amazon River. We also sang a funky jam about the jungle. Then we learned some incredible facts about the Amazon from Tildy the tortoise. Be careful, it's a jungle out there. Starry Spectacular. Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to purchase original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. Would you like a free sound download of the Amazon Jamazon song? Go to storyspectacular.com and sign up for our newsletter at the bottom of the homepage. I will send you a free ebook of Digger's Daily Routine and you will also get access to other premium content like printable activity pages and the groovy song that you heard today. And as always, make sure you hit subscribe if you want to support the show. It helps get the word out so that others can discover spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, young ones. See you later. Ow, ow! Story Spectacular. Today's show is titled The Weather Girl. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Who wants a story?
Welcome to Story Spectacular, the silly story show you can take on the go. Listen along on a bike ride, at a picnic, or even while you're sitting around the campfire. I'm your host, Angie. Today we will hear all about a very special little girl who loves to play outside in the changing weather. What beautiful weather! Let's join in on all the fun and begin our climactic climate tale now. The Weather Girl There once was a little girl who loved to play outside. Each day the weather would change. Some days were sunny and warm. The little girl would put on her glasses and sunbonnet, then make sandcastles in her sandbox. Sometimes her mom would bring her some ice-cold lemonade to sip on. Delicious and refreshing! Thanks, Mom! The little weather girl just loved to play in the sun. I just love to play in the sun! Some days were cloudy. The little weather girl would go outside and lay down on a blanket. (sighs) She would watch the clouds roll by. Some clouds looked like dinosaurs. One looked like a teddy bear. (laughs) That cloud looks like a duck. (laughs) The little weather girl just loved to look at the clouds. I just love to look at the clouds. On windy days, the little weather girl puts on her slick green jacket and grabs her red kite. She runs around her backyard, pulling the kite behind her. It flies high in the sky. The kite tail floats behind, whooshing in the wind. The little girl loves to run really fast and let out a few hoots. Hoo-hoo! Look at my kite go! She is always finding creative ways to play outside in the changing weather. Hmm. What else can I play with outside in the wind? Hmm, I know, I'll blow some bubbles! The little weather girl got out her bubble wand. She whirled and twirled around. She blew great big bubbles. They floated away higher and higher into the sky until they disappeared. Goodbye, bubbles! The little weather girl just loved to play outside in the wind. I just love playing outside in the wind! One day, the little girl woke up to the sound of rain. She leapt from her bed and put on her raincoat and galoshes. She raced outside with her polka dot umbrella. She twirled around with her umbrella and splashed around in big mud puddles. The little weather girl just loved to splish and splash around in the rain. I just love to splish and splash around in the rain. This might be my favorite weather of all. Just then came a loud rumbling sound. The little girl's mother ran outside. You have to come inside now. It sounds like thunder and lightning is 
coming. Aw, but I want to keep playing outside. It's not safe to be out here during a thunderstorm. But come with me. I have a fun weather game we can play inside. The little weather girl just loved playing weather games. I just love playing weather games. Oh boy, let's go inside. The little girl and her mom went inside and sat down together on the living room floor. Now, when you see the bright light of the lightning in the window, we will start to count. Then we will stop counting when we hear the sound of thunder. Okay. The little girl sat on the floor and looked out the window from a distance. A bright flash of lightning lit up the room. Start counting now. One, two, three, four. The thunder boomed outside. Now we stop counting. How many seconds was that? Four. It was four seconds. That's great. Let's try it again. Okay. The little weather girl looked out the window again. A bright burst of lightning lit up the whole window. There's the lightning again. Start counting. One, two. Then suddenly the booming sound of thunder shook the room. Whoa, there's the thunder. It's getting louder. How many seconds was that? Only two. That means the storm is getting closer. Suddenly the brightest burst of lightning lit up the whole room. Wow, lightning again. Let's count. One. But before they could count another second, the thunder boomed. Wow, only one second. The storm must be right over the house. It sounded really loud. I'm getting kind of scared. Don't worry, my little weather girl. The storm will pass soon. Come over here and give me a hug while we wait for it to blow by. The mom held the little weather girl in her arms until the storm passed by. The thunder rolled away and the rain grew quiet. I think the storm is over now. Let's go back outside, okay? They walked out the door together hand in hand to see a big beautiful rainbow stretched out across the sky. special little rainbow for my brave little weather girl. Wahoo! What a tremendous surprise! Let's run and see if we can find the end of the rainbow. Come on! <laughs> the little weather girl ran across the field with glee in search of the end of the rainbow. Yippee! The little weather girl just loved to play outside. I just love to play outside. Hooray! Hooray indeed. I love playing outside in all kinds of weather and having remarkable adventures too. You can take your favorite episodes of Story Spectacular along with you on all of your outdoor adventures. Download full episodes of Story Spectacular to your device and listen offline anytime, anywhere, rain or shine. Hooray! 
speaking of rain or shine, our friend Tildy is back to share some fun facts about weather. Tildy is a tortoise. She's one of the oldest living creatures on the planet. She's traveled all around the world and has seen many, many things. She's joining us here today to share three fun facts. Isn't that right, Tildy? That is correct, Angie. I've been all around and have seen just about everything there is to see. Today I have some fun facts about weather. Fact 1. Someone who studies and predicts weather is called a meteorologist. Cloudy with a chance of fun! A meteorologist goes to school to study lots of science and math so that they can accurately predict changing weather patterns. Wow, that sounds like the perfect job for our little weather girl friends. Hooray! I just love the weather! Back to Lightning is a powerful burst of electricity that happens very quickly during a thunderstorm. It is caused by an unbalanced electrical charge in the atmosphere. Lightning can strike between one cloud to another and from a cloud down to the ground. Wow, Tildy, that lightning fact was shocking. Fact 3. Rainbows are an optical illusion that can occur when sunlight shines through water drops. Whoa, tell me more about that. Rainbows can be seen just after the rain and also in mist, fog, and dew. Basically, anytime there are water droplets in the air and light shining from just the right angle. It is why you can never actually touch a rainbow or see the very end of it. It will always move or disappear depending on where you are standing. Shucks, Tildy. I really wish you could touch a rainbow. Me too, Angie. If I ever do become the first tortoise to reach the end of a rainbow, I'll be sure to come back and let you know. Sounds good to me, Tildy. Come back again soon to share even more fun facts. Goodbye, my little meteorologist. Today's show was a weather celebration. Hooray! We had so much fun playing along outside with the weather girl in all kinds of changing weather. The weather girl learned that she should go indoors during a thunderstorm, but still found a fun way to play by counting the seconds between the bright lightning striking and the sound of thunder. Then, after the storm, she got to see a beautiful rainbow. Next, we heard some fun facts about weather from Tildy the Tortoise. Today's show was a whirlwind of fun. Story Spectacular! Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to purchase original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. If you love exploring the great outdoors, you will love reading What Do You See? Each page explores a different pattern in nature. After reading this book, you will be able to see how the branch of a tree is like a river to the sea. 
You can purchase What Do You See for Kindle and in paperback at storyspectacular.com books and on Amazon. If you love this show, then tell someone you know. Tell your friends about Story Spectacular next time you're playing together in the great outdoors. Stories are always more fun when you can talk about them with your friends. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, meteorologists. See you at the end of the rainbow. Story Spectacular. Today's show is titled Postcards from Planet Quark. Camp Crater. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to Story Spectacular on Apple Podcasts. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. We just received another batch of postcards from Quill, our alien pen pal who lives on the planet Quark. Today's postcards are all about Quill's spectacular time at Space Summer Camp. Let's read all about what Quill has been up to. Quill's postcards from Planet Quark, Camp Crater. Hey Earth Kids, Quill here. It's summertime on the Planet Quark, which means I'm at space camp. My friends Beulah and Nova are here too. I arrived at Camp Crater here on Crater Lake one week ago. I'm having a great time. Although, I do miss my parents and my Zogzacks. <laughs> Let me tell you all about the fun space camp activities. There's an arts and crafts tent. Guess what I made? It's a Moonaroni necklace. There are also lots of swimming and boating activities on Crater Lake. I learned how to spacewalk on the water. And I even got to try rocket skiing across the lake. We eat all of our meals in the mess hall. Sometimes the campers have a food fight. It's lunch time! Yummy! After lunch, we played capture the flag in the rocky forest. Nova and Beulah were on the deep purple team, and I was on the sun yellow team. The game started. I raced across the line into the deep purple territory. Because I'm so small, I was able to hide behind galactic rocks and terrestrial trees to stay out of sight. I made my way deep into the forest. As I was hiding behind a big boulder, I spotted the purple flag waving high in the air. The only problem was it was on the top of the crater cliff. 
gosh, I'm afraid of heights, and that cliff is very steep, I thought. But I didn't want to let my yellow team down, so I made my way up the crater. It was practically space rock climbing. But finally, I reached the top and grabbed the flag. Hooray! But my joy was short-lived. Now that I had the flag, I had to find a way to bring it back down the crater cliff, through the deep purple territory, and back over to the sun yellow side. Oh, jeepers, how will I ever do that, I thought. Then suddenly, I heard a scuffle. Beulah and Nova were hot on my tail. They were climbing up the cliff and were about to tag me out. I had to do some quick thinking. I looked up and saw a vernal vine. It stretched from tree to tree all the way down the cliff. I took the flag and reached up over the vine with the flagpole. Holding on tight with both hands, I took a deep breath and then I leapt into the air just before Beulah and Nova could tag me out. I ziplined all the way down the entire crater and through the rocky forest. I zipped my way above everyone's head and just landed over the line to the sun yellow side. I planted the flag in the ground. Sun yellow team wins! Hooray! Nova and Beulah came racing down behind me and said with a cheer, That's one small step for man, one giant leap for Quill! Good game, everybody! By the time the game was over, it was sunset. All the campers gathered around the campfire and we roasted marshmallows. Then we sang our favorite camp songs. When it's dark on planet Clark, we light fire with a spark. Make a friend and sing a song. It's a place where you belong. Fire glowing like a lamp. Everybody loves space camp. Be yourself, there's nothing greater. Everybody loves Camp Crater. Space Camp Rocks. That's all for now, Earth Kids. More postcards coming soon. Until next time, have a stellar orbit. Far out, Quill. I'm really glad you're enjoying your time at Space Summer Camp. To see Quill's postcards from today's episode and from previous installments, go to StorySpectacular.com and click on Quill's Postcards. Here, you can also find out how you can send in a postcard of your own. And if you missed previous Quill stories, you can listen back to Episode 5, Message in a Bottle Rocket, and Episode 29, Lava Park Adventure. Quill's postcards are out of this world! Space sounds like so much fun. Let's have even more fun. It's time for Jokes with Digger the Dog. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, Digger. Do you have some jokes for us today? I sure do. Today's jokes are all about space. 
How do you get a baby astronaut to fall asleep? How do you get it to fall asleep? You rock it! How does a solar system hold up its pants? How does it hold up its pants? With an asteroid belt. What kind of music do planets like to listen to? Gosh, I don't know. What kind of music do planets like to listen to? Neptunes! Wow, Digger, those jokes were far out. Come back again soon and tell us some more jokes. Sure thing. Goodbye for now. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Today's show was astronomical. We read more postcards from our pen pal Quill who lives on the planet Quark. Quill told us all about the fun activities at Camp Crater. Summer camp in space sounds out of this world! We also heard some zany jokes about space from Digger the Dog. Space is a very special place. Starry Spectacular Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To purchase original children's books and to see Quill's postcards from Planet Quark, go to storyspectacular.com. If you love the show, then take it on the go. You can download full episodes of Story Spectacular to your device and listen to your favorite stories anytime, anywhere. Spectacular! And now you can listen to full episodes of the show on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, or iHeartRadio. Wherever you like to listen, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Help us get the word out so that others can discover spectacular stories, too. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. See you next orbit. Story Spectacular. Today's show is titled Adventures of the Baby Foodie. Barry has the blues. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to Story Spectacular on Apple Podcasts. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the podcast for tamer car rides, relaxing bedtimes, or for when you just need a break with a fun story. I'm your host, Angie. The Baby Foodie is back with a brand new adventure. In today's installment, the Baby Foodie hopes to solve the case of the Blueberry Caper. Someone has been taking more than their fair share of blueberries. Let's get to the bottom of this fruity mystery now. Adventures of the Baby Foodie. 
Barry has the blues. The baby foodie is a tiny tot who wears a cape to fly, then spins the cape around his neck to use as a handy bib for enjoying tasty meals. Along with his faithful companion, Hot Sauce, the baby foodie travels the globe, food fighting for justice. Tasty Ventures Ahoy! Today, the baby foodie and Hot Sauce journey to eastern Maine to visit a tribe of blueberries who are in a real jam. When they arrive on the scene, Mary Blueberry is there to meet them. Hello, Mary Blueberry. I'm the baby foodie. I've heard your wild bunch of blueberries is in trouble. Aya, it's true. Us wild berries are feeling real blue. You see, we help feed many a critter in the area, like birds, chipmunks, and deer. But lately, somebody has been coming in and taking more than their fair share of berries. Hmm, we'll just have to catch the sneaky berry caper in the act. Oh, hot sauce! Please fetch me my bag of disguises! It looks like I'm gonna have to go undercover as a blueberry and stake out the blueberry patch! With the help of hot sauce, the baby foodie paints his baby bald head bright blue. Then he hides in the bushes, posing like a giant tasty blueberry. For a while, things are calm. But then, suddenly, a baby bear comes scuttling out of the woods and proceeds to eat all of the blueberries in sight. The baby bear was eating her way closer and closer to the baby foodie. Yum, yum! Just as she was about to take a big bite, Hot Sauce leaps up from behind and captures the baby bear with a bear net. Oh, dear. We caught you red-handed, baby bear. Or should I say, blue pod? Well, gee, I'm a hungry growing bear, and I just wanted to have a bear snack. Well, baby bear, you're just gonna have to sit down with Mary Blueberry and work out some kind of a meal deal. Mary Blueberry sat down with a little bear and told her all about the other animals that enjoy eating the blueberries too. The little baby bear was just going to have to share. From now on, I will make sure that I leave behind plenty of berries for the other animals. That way, everyone who loves blueberries can have a snack. Mary Blueberry was very happy with the compromise she made with the baby bear. Thank you, little bear. And thank you, baby foodie. How can we ever repay you? Well, the only payment I accept is delicious food. How's about a nice blueberry muffin? Well, that sounds like a very good idea. One blueberry muffin coming right up. And so, the baby foodie turned his cape around to use as a handy bib while he enjoyed a tasty blueberry muffin with his trusty sidekick hot sauce and his new berry friends. Cheers to the baby foodie for another tasty adventure. I'm so glad to hear that Mary Blueberry is no longer feeling blue. 
The baby foodie and hot sauce discovered that the blueberry caper was just a sweet baby bear. And at the end of the day, the baby bear learned to share. If you enjoyed today's tasty adventure, then send us a note. You can post comments on our Story Spectacular Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Storytacular. Tell us where you think the baby foodie should journey to next. Tasty Ventures Ahoy! Now let's hear from another animal who learned a lesson about sharing. It's time for Animail, where we read listener mail from our animal friends. Today's Animail comes from our listener, Honey Badger. Honey writes, Dear Angie and friends, I'm a honey badger. I live in the Sahara Desert, and I'm always in search of a tasty treat. My favorite treat of all is honey. Anytime I used to see a beehive, I would try to help myself to the honey. But the mean old bees would sting me on the nose. Yow! I detested bees. But then I listened to the story, What Will I Be? And I realized that bees are pretty neat. Maybe I can even make friends with bees. I decided to show the bees all of my favorite flower patches so they could collect pollen to make their delicious honey. And what do you know? Now they share their honey with me. Best of all, it's sting free. So thank you very much for the sweet bee story. And I can't wait to hear more episodes of Story Spectacular. Sweetly yours, Honey the Badger. Thank you for the letter, honey. I'm happy you're getting along with the bees now. Great things can happen when you decide to be kind. <laughs> Looking forward to reading more animal from our animal listeners soon. We had a really sweet show today. We went on another tasty adventure with the baby foodie to visit with some wild Maine blueberries. Baby Bear was taking more than her fair share, but the little bear learned to compromise with Mary Blueberry, and now there are enough blueberries to go around. We also read some animal from a honey badger who worked out a deal with some bees in exchange for honey. Life can be so much sweeter when you learn to share. Story Spectacular! Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about this show and to watch spectacular videos, go to storyspectacular.com. If you enjoyed today's extraordinary tale, you may also enjoy reading an extraordinary book. Ordinary books are for reading and looking at pictures, but this is no ordinary book. This is an extraordinary book, available for Kindle and in paperback at storyspectacular.com books. And remember, you can support the show by subscribing to Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. This helps get the word out so that others can discover spectacular stories too. 
Thanks for listening. Have a tasty day. Yum, yum. Story Spectacular. Today's show is titled Bop and Birdie. If you enjoy this Bop and Birdie tale, be sure to subscribe to Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Who wants a story? to Story Spectacular, the silly story show you can take on the go. Listen along in the car, while you're eating breakfast, or even at a bird picnic. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we are going to have a bird party with Birdie and all of her friends. Get ready to get your wings flapping. Let's begin our bopping birdie tale now. Boppin' Birdie. Hi, Birdie. Are you excited to have your friends over? Great. Let's get ready for the bird day party. First, we will set up some cozy and comfortable bird perches for our guests. Let's hang a little bird swing from the tree branch here. And how about we put a nice shady bird umbrella in the ground over there? Let's collect some twigs and leaves for our bird guests to lounge on. What else would you like for your party, birdie? A bird bath? Why, that's a great idea. I will set up a big bowl of water for you and your friends to splash around in and take drinks from. That will be great fun. What's that, Birdie? You want a rubber ducky in the bird bath too? <laughs> Why not? It's a bird party after all. Here's your ducky. I think I hear some of our first guests arriving. Look, it's a colorful parrot named Lori. And look, Rufus the Hummingbird has arrived too. Check it out, Birdie. Our friends from the Amazon have just flown in. Hi, Mr. Toucan. Hello, Mrs. Swan. So many beautiful birds are here at the party. Birdie is so excited to see all of her friends. Hey, would you all like some bird snacks? Here are some flower blossoms and orange slices and sunflower seeds for you to eat, my bird friends. Now let's play some fun lawn games. Birdie and her friends love to play bird mitten. They bounce the ball over the net back and forth with their beaks. 
Rufus and Lori are playing a game of tic-tac-crow. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's three in a row. These bird games are great fun. Say, everyone, why don't we get our wings flapping and do a little bird dancing? <laughs> hey, Birdie, will you help me sing a bird song? She bobs in the treetops all day long, hopping and a flopping and a singing this song. All the little birds on Birdie Street love to hear her bobbing, going tweet, 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 bobbing, birdie. She kept bopping steady till she reached her goal. Now she bops with a buzzard and a Oreo. She bops in the treetops all day long, hopping and a flopping and a singing this song. All the little birds on Birdie Street love to hear her bopping, going tweet, 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 bopping Birdie. Bopping Birdie. Go bopping Birdie, cause we're really gonna bop tonight. What bopping good fun. If you love bopping along with Birdie and all of your other friends from Story Spectacular, then send us a note. Tell us all about your favorite character, draw a picture, and say hello. We will post all of our favorite fan artwork on the Story Spectacular Facebook group. Now let's get back to our bird friends and our bird day party. I see another friend arriving. It's time for jokes with Digger the Dog. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Hello, Digger. Hi, Angie. Hey, Birdie. What a beautiful birthday party. Would you help us celebrate and tell us some jokes about birds? Sure. Why was the crow hanging out on a telephone pole? Why was the crow hanging out on a telephone pole? Because it wanted to make a long-distance call. Caw! Caw! Are you there? <laughs> I wonder if it also has caw waiting. What is a parakeet's favorite game? Huh, what is a parakeet's favorite game? Hide and speak! Squawk! Found ya! What do you get when you cross a cat with a parrot? What do you get? A carrot! Meow! Squawk! Orange is my favorite color! 
Why do hummingbirds hum? Hmm, why do they hum? Because they don't know the words. What is another name for a clever duck? What is another name for a clever duck? A wisequacker. Quack, quack. When I grow up, I want to be a ducker. That joke really quacked me up. Why do birds fly south for the winter? Why? Because it's too far for them to walk. Hurry up. I don't want to hit any air traffic. Guess what, Angie? What? Someone told me you sounded like an owl. Who? Who? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I get it now. I thought that last bird joke was going to fly over your head. Thank you so much for telling us these birdtastic bird jokes. Well, this has certainly been a wonderful bird party. Thanks for stopping by again, Digger, and come back soon. I sure will. It's been a real tweet. <laughs> Goodbye for now. His name is Digger, and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger, and I like to tell jokes. Wow, today's boppin' birthday party was a real hoot. <laughs> we helped Birdie get ready for her party. We played bird games and had bird snacks with so many wonderful feathered friends. <coughs> then we got our wings flapping and sang the Boppin' Birdie song. After that, Digger the dog stopped by and told us some silly jokes about birds. Today's show was a real tweet. <coughs> Story Spectacular Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to purchase original children's books, go to StorySpectacular.com. If you love today's Bop and Birdie show, then be sure to go to StorySpectacular.com and sign up for the Story Squad at the bottom of the homepage. It's free to join, and you will get the latest updates from our show, plus song downloads and printable activity pages. You will even get a free ebook of Digger's Daily Routine about our jokester friend, Digger the Dog. If you love this show, then tell someone you know. Stories and songs are always more fun when you share them with your friends. Thanks for listening. Happy birthday! Bye.